host and account manager here at 21 Handshake. And I'm Ashley, another account manager here. My name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content. And welcome back, Alex. Yeah. Hip surgery went fine. Yeah, it went great. All right. And hopefully that's the last <laughs> of our surgeries for the year. Right? <laughs> all right. So if you're new around here, the purpose of this podcast is to inform and discuss all things digital marketing. From content to SEO to social, we discuss industry trends, tips, tricks, and we always hope to leave you with some thought-provoking content. This podcast is for not only seasoned marketers, but also for those just embarking on their marketing career. It's for business owners, entrepreneurs, um, whether you own a small business or a large business. We believe that marketing applies to everybody and it's moving so fast all the time that we can always learn something. So this week, we are going to talk about five reasons to put a live chat box on your B2B website ASAP. <laughs> so the reason we're talking about this is recently we had an interesting situation regarding a chat box with a customer <laughs> or with a client. Um, yeah, I never really thought I would say that out loud that we would have a situation with a chat box. <laughs> but nonetheless, we did. We had a client who really wanted a chat box on their website. Now, I shall say that was the marketing arm of our client. The marketing department wanted the chat box on their website. They really felt that it could be impactful for their customer service online. They'd get a better response um, through a chat box versus a like a online contact us form. Anyways, they went, they implemented the chat box, and it actually started to get a lot of traction right away, more so than their contact us form had ever got. But some other people in this organization thought that maybe it was unnecessary, it was taking up too much time, who was going to run it, and they just shut it down. They were like, nope, we don't want to do this. Like, so. Anyways, needless to say, we thought, you know, maybe there should be some education around why you should have a chat box, why it's important, and so that leads us to talking about it today. And we firmly believe in chat boxes on websites and have seen firsthand how they can be helpful in, you know, not only for customer service, but in capturing leads and just uh, responding faster to, to people who have questions. So Alex, first off, I thought it might be helpful to give some stats on chat boxes and why there has been such a rise in them in the last couple of years. Yeah, let me sprinkle you guys with some stats here real quick. So, um, Love stats. <laughs> these, these come from um, a research uh, article that a website called SuperOffice put out. They are a, a CRM platform. Um, so, what so they, CRMs are big on the chatbot integration, so it's course. definitely believable. And they pulled a lot of good stats from a lot of major researchers. Yeah, a lot of good stats in here. All right, so let's start with 30% um, of customers expect expect live chat on your website. <laughs> That's a huge word there. They expect it. <laughs> yeah, it's not a nice to have. It's like, a, oh, I would use it if it's there. It's a, an expect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and 30% is actually you know a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Um, for customers that visit your website on a mobile device, the number is as high as 62%. Wow, which is even more huge because how many of us are on our mobile devices? Probably almost more so than or even our desktop. Right. Uh, speaking of big hitters um, or, or well-known names that were quoted in this article, um, JD Power 
you guys have probably seen that on TV a thousand times. For their, yeah, like for who, their... who is he? Who is he? But anyways, he's obviously someone important that we're all familiar with. Right. Um, they're the ones that are always doing like customer satisfaction yes. rankings and awards and stuff, especially you see them on cars and stuff online, um, or on, on TV. Yeah. So they found that live chat has become um, the leading digital contact method for online customers as a staggering 42% of customers prefer live chat when compared to 23% for email and 16% for social media or forums. That, that's huge. They prefer the live chat. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of going hand in hand with that one, um, they also, they, they did some tests of, of customer service response times. Um, and so here in, in the graph that they have, what they found was that with live chat, your average response time is about two minutes. Okay. Um, which makes sense why people love that. Like yeah, it's, it's immediate. The, the immediacy of it. Um, social media was an average of 10 hours and email was an average of 17 hours. Wow. Now, of course, that's still all happening within a day, but when you compare 17 hours to two minutes, like that's just a no-brainer. Right, especially mm -hmm. if you're in the middle of a project and you need the answer right away or you can't figure out something, um, you're about to run out to the place of business and buy something, you want to know, do they have it before you go? Right. Absolutely. Whatever, you know, so helpful. So what they found though, in, in the websites that they researched, only 9% of those companies actually had a live chat option on their site. Jeez. Um, but the same study uncovered that live chat leads um, to a 48% increase in revenue per chat hour and a 40% increase in conversion rate. I mean, wow. think about it though, like when we talk about buying behavior, if you're answering their questions right away, it's a lot easier to make a like a purchase yeah. decision right away. If you allow all those hours in between, that's time for them to think like, oh, do I really need it? Research other competitors. To find somebody else. <laughs> exactly. So that totally makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly not really surprised by any of these stats. Yeah. I'm, yeah. If anything surprises me, it's, it's like how, how good it actually is. Yeah, and how how few businesses are actually utilizing it. Right. Totally, totally. I think I might have spoke about this on a different podcast, but <laughs> it was still so annoying at Christmas when I was trying to purchase something. I was on my mobile trying to sign up for the VIP club for mm -hmm. a very major toy maker. It may start with L and end in O, if you can guess who that is. They did not have a mobile chat on their website. I was like, I don't want to submit an email. It's going to take forever for them to get back to me. Why don't they have a mobile chat? This huge mm -hmm. company. I yeah. just have one question. <laughs> so anyways, so helpful. Of course, I still had to buy from them because yeah. you can't, you know, you have to get the kids When you have list. kids. But, <laughs> It was still very surprising that they did not have a mobile chat. <laughs> so, right. Still so important. So Ashley, let's dig into some more stats and then back it up with our own opinions on why you should, no I mean need, <laughs> must have a live chat box on your site and do it pretty pronto. So what is the first reason that we believe you should have a live chat box? Well, kind of piggybacking off what Alex said, responding faster means there's more leads. It means you're spending yeah. more time talking to more people, um, resolving issues faster. Um, it's just simply more efficient. Um, but yeah. Right, yeah. I think when you send in a message through the Contact Us form, I often think, well, it's probably just going to go to their spam box. No one's ever going to get back to me. Right. That's, I mean, we've talked about that before on this podcast. Is like I feel like contact us forms are like a black hole of 
of, yeah. of, I, of I it don't know. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a like oh I'm actually gonna talk to someone um, yeah. at all. Like it I usually know. feels like a surprise when you do get an email. Back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always surprised. Like, yeah. Oh wow! They emailed me back. <laughs> I think that did actually happen when we were on Vegas at the National Builder Show, mm -hmm. and I had to email Cirque du Soleil. Oh, yeah. And they actually emailed me back within like five minutes, and I was like so surprised. <laughs> I was like, whoa, there's yes. no one staffing that. <laughs> that normally does not happen. And I've had actually the re a recent experience on the opposite end where I have like the only contact information I could find was this chat, like a contact us box yeah. on the website, and I'm just like, oh. And I'm still like never hear back from them. Yeah, um, no it, it one seems like it gets lost. Info at. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it gets lost in, in email boxes or something. So well, with everybody's spam filters these days, that makes total sense. And uh -huh. when you can access a chat box, you know, even if the chat box tells me, I'm sorry, someone will be responding you email during business hours. Okay, I'm fine with that. At least I know right away. Right. At least you set an expectation yeah. or something. Yes. Like give, you gave me something to work with instead right. of a black hole. Instead of a black hole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after you hit the submit on the contact us, it said, thank you for your message. And you're like, well, I'm never hearing back <laughs> yeah, from them like, again. <laughs> but yeah, so Drift actually um, conducted a major study with 433 sales teams. Wow. Um, and this is an interesting metric. They found that if the response time is longer than five minutes, their odds of solidifying that lead decreases by 10, like 10 times. So with an email Whoa. box, yeah, those first five minutes are crucial. So, so even I'm, on chat. I'm looking over Ashley's shoulder right now <laughs> at, the, at the graph that they have on their site, and it is an exponential drop Drop mm -hmm. after those first five to ten minutes. Like yeah. your first five minutes, you are golden. Right. And ten minutes, like you're still doing pretty all right, and then after that, it's just like you a lost straight them. line. Yeah. Well, I think no matter if you're a B2C or B2B, when you go to someone's website, you're usually there for a purpose. And if you have a question and it's not immediately answered, you're just at your computer. You mm -hmm. can open another tab and research a different company. Mm -hmm. and, and, that's, <laughs> and I've done that before. So if you don't know, I'm planning a wedding at the moment. And so I'm researching a lot of vendors. Yeah. And so I'll email a lot of them to get quotes. And there were some that I didn't hear back for months and they expected me to still book them. Like I've already researched your competitors, had yeah. full conversations with them and booked them already. Like yeah. you're way too late. I'm sorry, like the quicker the answer mm -hmm. is how you get ahead these days. Yeah. It's totally. the quicker response time, no matter mm -hmm. what industry you're in. Mm -hmm. So, which kind of leads us to our next point, our next reason to have a live chat box, the competitive advantage. You know, it's going to put you ahead of your competitors. So, you're the one who's responding faster. They know that you're going to have the answer faster. So, they're not opening that second tab and yeah. going off and looking at somebody else to find somebody. I mean, and it's just not like... I mean, it's big companies who are finding out that this is a competitive advantage. Apple, Virgin Airlines, and so many more that are like, this is a way to get competitively ahead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, so. and just because you're like, say, a small lumber yard or a small manufacturing plant you know, yeah, or something. That don't think like, oh, I'm not big enough to have a chat box. Because, you know, there's a lot of other benefits to that, right? That uh, 
per perception of your brand. Yeah. Like while you might be small, you're you answer questions quickly and you're responsive right. and you hear me out and like, um, oh, I can trust way, with you. It's one way to kind of back up. Like you're already probably saying those things. We're responsive. Yeah. We're but are you showing them? Yeah, but like that is a way that physically you're showing them. Yeah. No, we're point. you know so anyways competitive advantage and um that's just a huge you know advantage mm -hmm. you know at to all, have a chat like, box at all company sizes which kind of leads into the next point ashley the next reason yeah so you are answering questions when you can't be there um so a chat box if you're not in the office there's definitely ways you can set it up to get to your phone um Right, and another reason I, I really like this point is how many times have you been on a website and you, okay, access the chat box, you're like, hey, I have this question about this specific thing, and they've actually programmed their, to be more like a bot, and yeah. but it just spits back like articles. Like, hey, we think that, you know, like certain keywords in your question triggered these articles, and are they helpful? And odds are, like about 50% of the time, I'm able to find my answer right. through one of those articles. Right. So this next point is definitely bots, you know, artificial intelligence right. has and technology has really come a long way that, um, you know, there's so many programs out there that have really effective chat bots. Yeah. Um, so if you're not familiar, you can set up uh, like predetermined like question and answers yeah so if someone say messages your website and hey I'm looking for this specific product but I don't see it or something yeah. um, that would trigger say it's after hours that would trigger a bot to be um, to be able to provide a prompt response yeah. that is helpful at least most times um, and and if not that you know you can always prompt like uh, we're so sorry, like our open hours are this time and we'll get back to you then. Exactly. Set so, expectations though. Make sure that response, they're getting a response right away. Yeah, it can make it, you know, just like it goes back to you're helping people even when you aren't there mm -hmm. physically. To and help them. it doesn't have to take your staff's time when they're not on the clock. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. And so another way to help people when you aren't there um, and just integrations with other things, how helpful are chatbots? Alex, can you talk about that? <laughs> uh, so chatbots are actually surprisingly easy to set up. Um, we dabbled around with a platform called ManyChat. We were at um, Traffic and Conversion right. a couple years ago, and they had, I mean, already then, they were having a lot of discussions and, and, and um, uh, discussion discussions yeah. about the upcoming world of the chat bot and like how powerful it's going to be so powerful. at this point it's it's not new technology no Gosh, no they've worked out the cover yeah it, it's only getting better yeah. um and so the many chat platform it's super easy to integrate you kind of you create these they're like sequences of kind of like if this then that kind of mm -hmm. situations of like um like hey um no one um no one is available right now this is the 21 handshake bot like is there anything i can help you with right. and you can set kind of like you can say like tell me if you want help with this this or this and then if they type that word it leads them down a different sequence of kind of information mm -hmm. um, you can also set it up to um, say like hey if you don't want to talk to the bot like just say like stop please or something right, like that yeah. um, which is also important i think like yes. it's 
Um, they kind of, sometimes I think you get tricked into to opting into to bots because like yeah. just by typing in it, right. often mm-hmm. will just will opt you that in. Option. Right. Um, so I do like it when companies are upfront with like, hey, if you don't want any more messages, like just Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because many and chat integrates with Facebook, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had that on our Facebook, um, our business page, like the Facebook Messenger, um, and it would it operates at all times. Yeah. Um, and it it was a it was a cool way to, to like you said, Ashley, like have answers going even when you couldn't necessarily mm-hmm. be there twenty four seven. Right. Yeah. And people are familiar with Facebook Messenger. It's pretty mm-hmm. common these yeah. days. Um, and Ashley, you had an example earlier too of kind of this integration with Facebook yeah. and like the opt-in ability. Yeah, so I was looking up like natural protein powders. I don't know. How random. Stuff we this is so random. Um, and I had like put stuff in my car and I was, you know, like when we talk about buying behaviors, yeah. I was like, I'm going to take some time to think about it. I'm not going to check out. Um, and that brand was able to follow me to Facebook and they sent me a Facebook message and said, hey, you left some items in your cart. And I think they asked me like a question, like, like um, do you have any questions? And then gave me two options, two buttons to click yes or no. Um, by clicking one of those options, I opted in. Um, and they were able to send me messages after that, following up like, hey, if you like yeah. have any questions, we're here, uh, don't forget, or here's like a discount code um, or something like that. And I thought that was really cool. I think I'm a little different because I'm a marketer, so I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. Um, but also if I you know, became annoyed by it, I could opt, opt out. Opt out, yeah. Super easily by typing stop or something like that. But um, yeah, there are definitely, in that they were no big brand by any means. There are smaller brands out there utilizing these tools and, and it can be pretty effective. Yeah, I totally see how it can be effective, especially just connecting with your mm-hmm. customers further. Yeah, yeah. and I think, I think the many chat, at least the time, at the point when we set it up, they had kind of a freemium model mm-hmm. and you could set up like two separate sequences um, for free. Mm-hmm. Just you know, let those run. Um, and then you right. We'll definitely them. link a couple articles on ManyChat mm-hmm. and also yeah. the Facebook opt-in yeah. on Messenger kind yeah. of articles. So you Some can, resources. if you're interested in that, you can dive into it a little more deeper and see if that's a viable option for, mm-hmm. for your business. So our fifth reason here, our final reason, and probably very important to B2B is probably, I would say, the most important, yeah. is you can qualify leads with your chat box. Now I know it's like, oh wait, how do you do that? Like, isn't it kind of the same as contact us? You're just getting kind of random messages. Well, I mean, we've actually had a client who did get a big lead through their their chat box and it worked out great. But there are two ways that um, I like to think of this when you go into lead qualification with your chat box. A lot of um, chat box companies, there's a lot of them out there, but they allow you to put your chat box on specific pages. So it would ask like specific questions for those pages specifically. So if they're on a products page, it would ask something versus a service page. You mm-hmm. know, so you can definitely qualify what they're looking at on that page by just what page they're on mm-hmm. and what kind of their interests are in visiting your website. Um, so you definitely can qualify it through that, or you can also um, just train. I think this is also a big hiccup we get with a lot of our clients who are like, oh, now I gotta train someone to use, to man the chat box, and uh, they don't know all the questions. But they actually can break it down pretty simple to five or two, yeah, five filter questions 
that your representative can use on the chat box. You or even if you go a step further and use a chat bot, mm -hmm. um, you say, "Are you a blank?" So um, use building material client here. So are you a remodeler? Are you a contractor? Are you a developer? Are you an architect? You know that will mm -hmm. kind of help you lead into a different answer. And then the next question or statement: Tell me more. So what are you looking yeah, for? Yeah, what are you mm -hmm. looking for? Tell me more. What brought you here today to our website? What do you know about X product from your company, your X service, or you know whatever your business is? And do you want some help with that? So I think those are applicable questions, no matter what business that you are in. Those will help kind of dive down deeper. And I mean, these are probably questions, honestly, that your customer service person who answers the phone are asking. And here's the thing too, like if you have a customer service team already who are, for example, like answer, like talking to people on the phone or answering emails, this is something that you can still integrate with that team. Like yeah. they're, they're, there's no way that they are, they have 100% uptime in terms of like what they're well, already working on. Right. These are just answering the similar questions in, in a slightly different place. Exactly. And, and think about it, it's, it's helping your sales team to be more efficient. Um, we have another... Um, manufacturing client who really, really struggles because they spend so much time quoting um, leads that aren't worth their time. Right. So imagine that. They're quoting products that don't actually turn into leads and they're spending a lot of time doing it. Um, and, and so I'm thinking of them because they've actually asked for something like this um, to qualify those leads. Right. When it got to maybe tell me more and they're like, well, I need one specific thing, the response back would be, I'm sorry, we don't do small production runs. Or something like that. You know, yeah. set expectations, don't waste your customer service time. That way, the people that they are actually interacting with are valuable and, and worth spending a lot of time on and et cetera, et cetera. Exactly, exactly. Like I go back to the example story I used at the beginning and how when they had implemented, oh, maybe it wasn't worth their time, they were getting homeowner questions, that's not their market. Mm -hmm. Easily could have just, you know, trained someone to ask, are you a contractor or are you a homeowner? Mm -hmm. And when they're like a homeowner, be like, I'm sorry, we really don't offer that capability. But here are some homeowners. other resources. Yeah, here's some other resources. Like you know, don't leave them like with a bad taste in their mouth. There's right. tactful ways mm -hmm. to do it that um, yeah. is easily trainable. Yeah. So we would love to know, are you using a chat box or even a chat bot on your website? We would love to know how it's working out. Connect with us at 21 Handshake on social media and let us know. Did you love this episode? Hint, yes, <laughs> you did. So then please rate us five stars and share it with a friend. Um, we'd really appreciate that. Until next time.